Welcome to the Embodied CEO Podcast. I'm Kirsten, and while I'm an integrative performance dietitian by trade, a mom of three, and a wife, I am also a nearly two-decade entrepreneur turned business mentor, and I've seen all sorts of iterations of how to do business. And I'm tired of female business owners not fully stepping into their power because the road we've been told we have to take to get here sucks. In this podcast, I'm empowering entrepreneurs to trust their voice and expertise, to start thinking big when it comes to their business, and to move forward unapologetically toward goals that don't have to make sense to other people. Let's have the big conversations. Let's lay it all out on the table. And let's support each other forward in this crazy journey of entrepreneurship. Oh, and let's have some fun while we're doing it. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three. Can you believe we're already in episode three of season two? I feel like it was just our last episode of season one when Brooke and I dropped a bombshell on you. And for those of you who care, Brooke and I just saw each other this weekend. She's actually doing amazing. And she just packed up the rest of her life and moved full time to Costa Rica. So Brooke, if you're listening to this at any point, I miss you. I love you. I know that you are out there living your absolute best life. And I'm so grateful that we got to see each other for a little bit this weekend. But it's been a busy busy year already. We're six weeks in, not even. By the time you get this, we're probably about six weeks in. January was a whirlwind. We've got so much going on on both sides of the business. We're adding things every day on the nutrition side. We're adding things every day on the business side. I hope you were around for our start of 2023 on the business side and caught the design masterclass because I literally laid it all out for you. Here's how you set up your year. But if you were there... There's a key component that you're probably missing, and I want to talk about that today. And by the way, if you weren't there and you didn't catch that masterclass, you know in my world you can always come back and catch it because you do want to have a plan. But regardless of whether you've already worked out that plan or not, there's a key component that you're probably missing that I want to talk about today. But first, I want to backtrack a little bit. When Brooke and I were together this past weekend, and probably in all the conversations that Brooke and I have had together over the years, we talk a lot about why we are the way we are, <laughs> because that's what friends do, first of all, but also that's what we need to be doing as business owners. And, you know, we talk about that in all iterations about why we are the way that we are in our relationships, why we are the way that we are, in my case, as a parent, why we are the way that we are with our parents and as friends and leaders and business owners and women and all of these other things. She and I dig deep into those things. But I want to talk about why we are the way that we are as business owners specifically. And I want to backtrack a little bit. This, you know, childhood memory. Here we go. You guys ready? And not, not a specific memory, but more my interpretation of what I've taken away from my childhood. I was the golden child. And what I mean by that, not the I'm better than my brother child, but I was the golden child as in I did all the right things. I didn't do much wrong. I never got in trouble, never did drugs, never got drunk before I was supposed to. None of those things, right? I was the kid that brought home straight A's. I was the kid that when the laundry was done was the first one to go fold hers and put it away and then bring the empty basket back down. I was the kid that made her bed every day. I was the kid that called before I knew I was going to be late for curfew because X, Y, Z and, you know, explain I'm on my way. Here's what happened. I was the kid who would call home and go, I'm driving past the grocery store. Do we need milk? I was that kid. I was the golden child. I was the don't worry about me a whole lot. I get everything done child. And now as a parent, when I look at that, the kids that are like that are usually the kids that have a lot of internal turmoil of, I must validate myself. And when we start that way, and then we grow into adults who get 
continuously through their childhood and their teen years and then early adulthood and in college and all of these things, you get continuously get validated by the adults and authority figures around you, letting you know that, oh my God, this is so amazing. I love what you do. You're incredible. This is amazing. You turn into this person who absolutely feels this push of external validation. And the story that comes to mind, and for anybody that did my nutrition internship with me, you're going to laugh at this. When we first started our nutrition internship, there were 14 of us, I believe, in the program. And within two days, we had to choose a class speaker, like who was going to be the president of our internship year. And unilaterally, the group chose me. And now we've all known each other for two days at this point, but unilaterally, the group chose me. Why? Because externally, I was always that person that said all the right things, had all of the right demeanors, and you know, showed up in exactly the right way to get the external validation of, yes, everybody thinks what I do is amazing. This is beautiful as in it moves you forward, but it's also really, really sad as in you never actually connect. And that's the part that took me into my late 30s and early 40s. And don't worry, I'm going to bring this back to business to understand that you're missing out on, that you don't ever recognize that you're missing out on because you're so busy performing. And that's the best word I can use for it. So you don't realize that you're actually missing out on building true connections with people. I was always focused on how do I have the external look the way that it is expected to look? How do I create this facade that everyone wants to see? How do I show up as exactly the polished, perfect, golden child professional that everyone expects me to show up as because that's what they love? But was it though? And yeah, I'm sure they loved all of that, but I made the assumption that they wouldn't love the less polished, messes up, is insecure about things, doesn't always know exactly what to do or say version of me. I just never gave them a chance to figure out whether or not they would love that version equally. I just only showed up as the golden child version because that's what I had taught myself for decades. So what does this have to do with business? And specifically, what does this have to do with running a coaching business? My guess is most of you listening, a good chunk of you listening, are probably registered dietitians because, again, that is that is my background and that's how you probably found me and connected with me. But regardless of what you coach on, my guess is you were probably really good in school at whatever it is that you're currently coaching on. You were probably a straight A or close to straight A student. You probably did all the expected things. You probably were the first to raise your hand in school. You were the professor's favorite. You were the one that people looked up to. You were the group partner everyone wanted because the work was going to get done. You probably had a very polished external demeanor. And now let's fast forward to your professional education. Let's say you were a dietitian or let's say you were any other coach, but you probably had some type of professional education where certain things were expected. Now, because we're in the coaching industry, that means all of us are in some form or fashion in the helping industry. There's probably a whole lot of psychology that we could apply here, and I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to even pretend to make this leap. But just from personal experience, everyone that I know that ends up in a helping profession is a person that probably when they were younger craved a whole lot more support and helping. But at the same time, again, was that person that built this perfect external facade that made it look and sound like we don't need any helping because we got everything under control, the irony, right? But again, let me not be a Instagram psychologist because this is not my field. But my point is most of you probably are in this profession coaching on whatever you coach on because you want to help people and because you have gotten some external validation from doing the right things, from being the professional, from showing up in exactly the way that it is expected of you. 
So again, Kirsten, what the hell does this have to do with running our business? It has everything to do with our business because it affects the way in which we show up. And I said a few minutes ago that if you were in the design masterclass, you can have the most beautiful plan, but you're probably missing this component because most of us are until it is kind of not too late, but until it hits us over the head. And we're like, why is this not working? Here's what I mean. You are really good at what you coach on because you're probably the expert on what you coach on, hopefully, right? Hopefully you're coaching on whatever the expert on. But then what happens when you show up and you're sharing constantly on your Instagram or on your Facebook or on your social media, whatever other channels you use, on your you know blog, on your website, on podcasts, you're constantly sharing how you're the expert, but somehow people aren't responding. What happens then, right? Because if you're the person that has spent your whole life knowing the way forward is to do exactly what is expected of you, to show up perfectly, to say all the right things, to be the most educated, most prepared, most well-trained, have studied the most straight-A person. But then you do all of that in your coaching business and people aren't responding. You're showing up every day and you're educating and you're sharing your genius, but people aren't connecting and they aren't responding. Why? What do you do then? Why and what do you do then? Well, the why is easy. Once you hear me say this, you're going to go, oh shit, Yes, that why is actually really fucking easy and straightforward. And why have I never paid attention to this? The little bit harder part is what do you do then? But the why is because you have been the golden child. It is because you have been the polished version. It is because you have been the white coat. I know everything. I am the expert. I show up exactly the way that I'm expected to show up because this is how you have been trained, especially if you're in any kind of healthcare helping profession. You have been trained to show up as the resident expert. You have been trained to show up in a white coat, quite literally. You have been trained to keep emotional distance from the people you help. You were likely trained, especially if you're a dietitian, and again, many of you who are listening now aren't, but if you are in any kind of healthcare helping profession, you were trained to not have close connection with the people you work with. You were trained to keep an air of authority. You were trained to show up and be the person that tells other people what to do. And that's all fine and good, if you're in a hospital setting, in an acute care setting, in an urgent, emergent type of situation where you literally just have to make a decision and tell these people, here's what we need to do because this is your current healthcare need. But that's all a bunch of bullshit when you're coaching people. Coaching's different. Coaching does not work from a 10-foot distance. Coaching doesn't work with a white lab coat. Coaching and getting people to want to spend their hard-earned money trusting you in their emotional and physical care as they move through whatever process they're moving through in whatever you coach on doesn't work if you are disconnected from the person. When you're trying to be too clinical, too professional, too stiff, too perfect, too golden child, you neglect building the connection that makes the people in your world want to choose you. I recently had one of my business clients who happens to be a dietitian. She coaches on nutrition and she's amazing and I adore her. And if she listen, she's listening to this, she knows how I feel about her. But I recently had her step through exactly this revelation after unsuccessfully attempting to launch a program multiple times. And we made many changes. We switched the program. We switched how she delivered the information on launching the program. We switched the setup of the program. We switched the timing. And every single time when she tried to launch, it flopped. Why? Because she had done an incredible job of having everyone on her Instagram understand that she knew what she was talking about, 
But in that process of doing such a great job educating, she had completely neglected letting people know the person behind the education and forming a connection with these people. She had an audience of very attentive students where she was the professor But guess what? Students don't want to hang out with the professor. Students come to the professor to get information and then go home. And then they go hang out with their friends. And then they share their deep, dark secrets about what's upsetting them and what's working and what isn't working with their friends or their RA or whoever. They sure as shit don't share that stuff with the professor. They sure as shit don't call the professor and go, I'm really struggling. Can you help? That's not where people go. When you have established yourself so much as this unreachable expert, as this person that just keeps pumping out information and knowledge because you have it and you want to share it, it comes from a beautiful place. You want to share it and you want to have people come to you because you can truly help them, but they have yet to see the humanity in you. They have yet to be able to see behind the golden child facade. They're not going to connect with you. And that's the thing with coaching. Coaching is not teaching. Those are two different things. Now, part of what we do as coaches is we teach. Sure, we have containers in which we teach. But even in those, they could theoretically Google 80% of the information you have. When they hire you as a coach, even to teach them, whether to coach or to teach them, they hire you because they feel a connection to you. They don't hire you because you have a shit ton of knowledge. Google has a shit ton of knowledge. That's not why they hire you. Where's the humanity and who are you? We need to connect with the human and form relationships first. I will tell you my most successful relationships, both with my mentors and my clients, have come when I parked the golden child shit on the side of the road and I let my guard down and I allowed people to truly connect. That's hard. And that's vulnerable and that's scary because what if they don't like you? Well, what if they don't like you? So what? At least now you know. At least now you know this person and I are not a great fit. Otherwise, that person would be floating around your audience forever and you would go, how come they never buy anything? Once you let them get to know you, they either love it or they don't. And if they don't, they leave and that is fine. Take the ego hit. It has nothing to do with you. You two don't gel. You're not everybody's cup of tea. So what? But at least now you know because you know the other thing that it does, it opens the door for the people that do connect with you. And this is my point in all of this. It is so much easier to continue to provide services to people who are already connected in your world and love you than it is to continuously try to convince new people of your knowledge and expertise. Because the people that know you, they already know that you have knowledge and expertise. They see that because you put that content out there. Brilliant. Keep doing that. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying 100% keep doing that. They have to see the value in what you do, aka this person is actually the expert that I need for this particular thing on which I need coaching. But then recognize that they're hiring a coach. They're not hiring information. They're hiring a coach. Think of it this way. Let's say you need a therapist. And let's be honest, everybody needs a therapist. But let's say you're looking, you're in the market for a therapist. You can have the most credentialed person. But if you don't gel with this human, you will never share your actual inner thoughts and feelings. Thus, this person can't help you. So we might want to say, oh, but I'm just, quote unquote, coaching on nutrition, or I'm just, quote unquote, coaching on taxes, or I'm just coaching on business, whatever it may be. But you're not. Because these people who run their own businesses, these people who have nutrition struggles, these people who are trying to improve whatever it is you coach on, it's their life that you're affecting. They don't need more knowledge. They can go to the bookstore or Dr. Google and get the knowledge. They need a human that can connect with them and form a human 
relationship that they can open up in. No one opens up to a white lab coat. Absolutely nobody. And you know this because you've been to doctor's offices where the doctor walks in with a white lab coat and stethoscope in hand and stands at the door with one foot already out the door, and you're barely going to tell that guy three sentences about what's going on with you. Now, on the flip side, if you have a doctor who isn't wearing that white lab coat, pulls up their little rolly chair, rolls up right next to you and tells you, please tell me how you're feeling. Tell me everything that's going on. That person wants to connect with you. You're going to share with that person. That person's going to be able to give you an honest assessment and honest support and actually be able to be there for you. The person that sees the golden child version or the person rather that presents the golden child version to you, you're not going to open up to that person because you don't know anything about that person except that they have a lot of accolades. Again, that's important. Of course, you want the person who knows what the fuck they're doing, but you also want to connect with the human. So when you have this beautiful plan for 2023 or 2024 or whatever, you have this beautiful plan really for anything in your life, but let's keep it to business here. If you can't get people to see you as a person they want to do this plan with, your plan is garbage. So back to my client who couldn't launch to save her life. And she's an incredible human. Here's the worst part of all of that. I know her as a human. She's an incredible human. I freaking adore her. Like, I want to hang out with her. She lives too far away, so I don't get to. But when we've seen each other in person, we have. I want to hang out with her because she's a kick-ass human. Her audience didn't know that. So what we changed, and this took some legwork, I pushed her to show up as her. Say the shit you would say to your best friend. Show up and be vulnerable. Share stuff that you wouldn't say in a clinical white coat setting. But this is social media. We literally build our businesses on social media, you guys. This is the most beautiful thing about social media. This is where everybody's like, oh, social media is rotting our brains. No, social media is allowing us to have human connection. But you can only have human connection if you're actually showing up as a human. If your entire social media as a coach is essentially a business resume, it's essentially a, a storefront with absolutely no human component, good luck trying to grow it. People don't show up on social media to have your resume. Put that shit on your website, on the About Us page where somebody really wants to dig deep and go, does this person actually have a degree in what they're talking about or experience in what they're talking about? Great. Put that somewhere so it's there and you feel good about that. But when you're connecting and you're trying to show up and have people actually choose you as the person they're going to open up to in their lives... You have to let them see the human. You have to pull the facade. So I started this whole podcast today with Brooke because she and I have this conversation a lot. And I will tell you the very first time Brooke and I connected on Instagram five years ago, six years ago at this point, I had the facade. I was not myself because I didn't trust the process. Not her, had nothing to do with her. But she and I both were going through some stuff of like, okay, this is how I'm expected to show up. Brooke right now knows my deep, dark inner secrets. I know hers because we have opened up. And guess what? We have a relationship that has grown and flourished from that. We actually yesterday just had a conversation about romantic partnerships and your life partner. My husband is probably the first man in my life ever, including my father, my brother, and other relatives, who truly knows me to my core. There is nothing that man doesn't know about me. And that is why we have a relationship that 20 years in, I still love him more than I did last year or the year before, because he knows the deep down dirty secrets, everything about me, because there's no facade. I don't pretend at all. He has seen me at my worst. He has seen me at my ugliest. He has seen me at my happiest. He has seen me at my most vulnerable. 
He has seen all the things. Now, I'm not saying in order to have a successful business, you have to have that degree of openness with your clients. Obviously not discernment, right? Use discernment in all of this. But you have to have a degree of openness where they understand who you are as a person. Here I am on a podcast right now sharing with you that Brooke and I have deep existential conversations and my husband knows all of my vulnerabilities. I could sit on this podcast and make this a business podcast and just give you rundowns of these are tax deductions you can take this year. You wouldn't listen to that shit. Because again, you can Google that. Now, I will share those things with you because that's important because you need to know those things also. By the way, make sure you get all your tax deductions. But you're here because you want to connect with a human. You're giving your time, which is precious, of which you have limited availability, to listen to me talk about something. If I was stiff and white coat and everything is just a lecture, you wouldn't show up. Who are the professors you loved in college? Who are the people who tell stories that you love to listen to? These are people that show you their human side. So when it comes to your business and you're trying to not only attract clients, but retain clients, you have to be willing to show up in a way that they see who you are as a person. Because guess what? Every dietitian out there has got the same credential. Every single one. Every physical therapist out there has got the same credential. Every tax accountant's got the same credential. Now, they're not all cut from the same cloth. There's some that are going to be better. There's some that are going to be smarter. There's some that have more experience. But the thing in the end that's going to connect your client to want to come join you is you. You're a coach. They're going to open up their lives to you. So my client, the one who couldn't launch a program at all, she just launched a program and immediately had people sign up. You know why? Because we did a bunch of legwork. She did the legwork. She showed up and she pulled the facade and she started showing up openly and letting them see her opinions on things. Ooh, scary as shit right there. Her opinions on things, which, yeah, probably made some people go, mm, I don't love that. And they probably either were triggered and leaned in and stayed or they were triggered and said, no, I'm out. Either way, that's OK, because guess what? Her business is improving and thriving because she showed up. And not because she suddenly has more knowledge or not because the program that she's running is suddenly better than it would have been six months ago. Nope. Exactly the same resources and the same information and her same knowledge that she's always had. The difference is she showed up as a human. You have to show up openly and without preconceived notions of what people expect from you. Whatever you learned in your training, whatever your background is, whatever your training is, you probably had professors and I'm going to say this with a whole lot of love, who probably are boomers or early Gen Xers. And I'm a late Gen Xer. I'm right at that cusp of Gen X and millennials. I'm a Xennial for those of you who want to Google that. But it's a generational thing where professionalism was king. We're establishing yourself as this overarching expert on things. And there's a, a physical, literal gap between you and the people that you work with. This was the expectation. But that's not how we work in 2023. There was no social media in 1987 when our parents were at the height of their career. My parents, your parents, probably not because they're probably younger. But my parents, when they were at the height of their career in the 80s and 90s, there's no social media. You were somebody when you had a title and there was there was distinction between where you sat at the conference table versus other people. Right now, you know what people want? They want to sit at fucking Starbucks with you and have a cup of coffee and talk about their life and their business. They don't want to sit at the conference table. They don't want that distinction. They don't want that separation. They most certainly don't want that white coat. 
So if you want to attract clients and then more importantly, retain those clients, because everything changes when you have client retention, you guys, everything changes when you have repeat customers. This goes back to also, by the way, having revenue streams that allow for that. Go back to the design masterclass if you do not have that in your life, because you cannot, you cannot have people on a journey with you if all you have is one offer. That's just common sense. But back to my point. If you want people to maintain a journey with you, to show up for more than one thing, they have to connect with you as a person. Because if they don't enjoy you because you're so freaking clinical and stiff and formal that it's literally like going back to, you know, Econ 101, freshman year of college, where you wanted to put a fork in your eye before going to that lecture, if that's what you're doing, they're not going to stay. They'll stay because of you, but they have to know you. So even though you may have been that golden child with the accolades and the external validation and always achieving and, you know, what's next and what's the next achievement, what's the next diploma and what's the next promotion and what's the next, that's great. You can still be that person who really thrives on achieving, but achieving is not what gets you clients. Connecting is what gets you clients and connecting and being vulnerable and honest and yeah, overstepping that professional boundary and becoming friends with your clients, there's not a damn thing wrong with that when you're a coach. There's not a damn thing wrong with that. I love my clients. Literally, my clients that are in my world on the business side and the nutrition, I freaking love these humans. I still have people send me pictures months after they graduate from nutrition coaching or months after they're done on the business side giving me updates. That's what you want. If you have kids, it's like that pediatrician that you've been to with your kids that has the pictures on the wall, the Christmas cards with babies that he delivered that are now 27 and he still gets their Christmas cards. That's because that guy connected. The pediatrician that showed up in a white coat and, you know, looked down his nose at you through spectacles and gave you a lecture on that your kid should be eating more vegetables. You're not going to connect with that guy. You're going to go there out of necessity, but you're not going to love it. He's not going to be on your brain when you don't have to be there. You need to connect with humans so that you can form a bond with humans because that's what you do as a coach. You're coaching humans. You coach on a subject, but you're coaching humans through whatever their struggle, whatever you're the expert on. So that's what I wanted to talk about because it makes such a difference in whether or not your business is going to thrive. It has literally been the absolute difference, not just in my business growth, but in my personal growth, in the connections and relationships that I form with humans in my life, in the connection that I have with my husband, the connection I allow with my children, because even there, there's not this distinction between child parent, you should be heard and not seen and you should listen. No, my children are humans. They get to have opinions. They get to speak. They get to form things in their own brain and then share them with me. And I will love, respect, and honor them with all of that and vice versa. They know that I'm a human. I'm not infallible. I make mistakes. I'm a human. I'm going to be honest and show up as such. It has changed all of those relationships. It's changed my relationships with my friends. It has changed my relationship with my parents and my sibling. It has changed my relationships with my clients. And as a result, my clients stay. As a result, I have repeat customers. As a result, I have people who want to continue to stay in my world because they have gotten to know me as the human and they understand the human cares about them. They understand that this isn't just a financial transaction. So I urge you, urge you, urge you, if you do anything as you move forward in your business, if you find yourself struggling right now, connecting with your clients or even getting clients or launching things and having people wanting to join, instead of pounding out more information about what you're going to provide, start showing up more as you and let them see who you're going to be because that's in the end who they hire. They don't hire you for what you will provide. Yes, they care about that. Yes, of course it matters. Of course, the product that you're selling or the offer that you're putting out there has to be meaningful to them. 
but anyone can put out that offer. It's the way you do it that makes the difference. All right. On that note, that's the end of episode number three. Join me for episode number four. We're going to have a guest. I'm super stoked for that. We're going to try to have a bunch of guests this year. So you're not just having to listen to me talk because as much as I know you love listening to me talk, let's have some guests. Um, So join us for episode four in about two weeks. What's coming up in my world? If you need support, the Evolution Mastermind You guys, if you've never been in a mastermind, why have you never been in a mastermind? Speaking of becoming a person who can show up as themselves and hold that energy and hold space for their clients and be vulnerable and connect and grow and still innovate and not feel like it's massively overwhelming and you don't know how to do all of those things, hi, that's mastermind energy. Come join the mastermind that is happening. But we also have two exciting things happening in February. February's masterclass is actually going to be all about client retention. You want to know how clients keep showing up. I'm going to talk to you exactly about how this happens in my world and how you can do it too. That's the masterclass. We are going to have a program as well in February. DM me for all of this on Instagram if you need dates. We are going to have a program and it's going to be called the Coach Elevated Program because in order to continue to serve your clients, you need to continuously hone your coaching skills. You want repeat clients and clients who literally advertise for you be a better coach because that is in the end what you're here to do. As always, you can join the loop in my world. The loop is the membership where you for either six or 12 months get all the programs and all of the masterclasses that is always available to you. You essentially get a discount on the programs and masterclasses by joining the loop instead of joining individual things. So All of that is available. I love you guys. I am so glad you're here. If you need anything, message me. You can always email me at kirsten at kirstenscreen.com. Find me on Instagram, connect wherever you need to, and make sure you tune in for the next episode because we are going to have a guest speaker and I'm super stoked. I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Embodied CEO podcast. To connect with me, Kirsten, head to kirstenscreen.com or find me on Instagram at thekirstenscreen. My DMs are always open, so drop in and say hi. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share the Embodied CEO podcast. And now go out there and take some action. 